0: Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the podcast. This is episode forty five. Uh, Let's see, real recap on the weekend. Uh, I know this episode got out a little late, uh, but we had a a busy weekend. I drove all the way out to Ventura, California for a wedding on Friday, and it was for a really good friend of mine. Uh, It was a really fun wedding. Uh, It was on the beach in Ventura. I actually went to college out there. I lived in Ventura and Oxnard went back and forth between the two uh, cities while I attended college out there, so uh, got a lot of nostalgic feelings while I was out there, uh, made a lot of great friends while I was there, so it was nice to be back smelling the, what's really great about Ventura and the beach out there, it's it's a mixture of beach and farmland, so when you get out there, um, you smell that, that sea breeze along with like strawberries or onions or any other fruits, uh, or any other fruits and vegetables that that are growing in season, and and I just remember it smelling so good, and I got all those feelings back from from those smells this last weekend. Uh, but had a really great time. Uh, spent the day at this like resort on the beach, and it was huge and beautiful, and we had a great time. We had to deal with the wind; it was really windy. Um, but other than that, everything went. Pretty awesome and then um, I did have to drive out there and drove back by myself it was like a just over like a two-hour drive so that was a little rough but got back okay and then spent the rest of the weekend uh, working on our kitchen we renovated our kitchen and um, and by renovated I mean uh, we took down all the cabinet doors and I sanded everything down and repainted it and Maria got some new handles and uh, made our kitchen look uh brand new. It looks pretty awesome. So that is why I am getting this episode out a little late. But nonetheless, the episode is ready for you guys. Eric came in uh, a couple days ago. He came over to hang out. We had some drinks. Um we have this like we we both really enjoy hot sauces. We're always sending each other pictures of like different hot sauces that we buy. Um we made a video a couple years back doing like the hot sauce uh Spicy Wing Challenge, which I never actually ended up editing. So I don't know. Maybe one of these days I'll actually put it together and, you know, put it up on the Facebook group or something like that. Um, But for this episode, uh, I bought some hot sauce that I thought he would like. And then he, I had mentioned about eating uh, serrano chilies with uh, lemon and salt, and he'd never tried that before. So I just decided to record like the first 15 minutes of the episode, and I put that on YouTube. The link is in the show notes, so you guys can just go on YouTube and watch the first 15 minutes if you want to do that. Other than that, I have the episode here ready to go. Uh, But before we get into that, I just wanted to say... Again, thank you, everybody, for all your support. Remember, if you guys enjoy this podcast and you want to support the podcast, you can subscribe, you can leave a review, and leave me a five-star rating. That way, the podcast is more discoverable for others to find. So without any further ado, I present to you Eric McFarlane. Thanks for being here, man. Yeah. Delish. That's really good. Dude. You know what I got to do? i to take a picture of this thing before yeah. I forget. Right there, yeah. yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah, man. Thanks for being back on. I'm yeah. excited to what hang out pleasure. with you. Any mm-hmm. any chance that I can get to to see your face. It's oh, always is always good. Thank you. <laughs> I like how we always try to do like the things we love all in one time. I love mm-hmm. to podcast. We love to drink beer and we're going to have some hot sauce stuff. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Squeeze it all, all in. For it. Squeeze yeah. it all in. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, we were talking about hot sauce you and I have done like the little hot sauce challenge we mm-hmm, recorded mm-hmm. video haven't put it together it's only been like two years whatever <laughs> <laughs> but uh I know that you and I are always like going back and forth with different hot sauces yep. so I thought uh, I asked you if you've ever had serranos with lemon and salt on them and Maria always makes fun of me because I eat them like snacks mm. like they taste really good so like I'll have whatever I'll have some some chicken or something and then on the side i'll cut up a serrano or a jalapeno mm. and i'll put lemon and salt and it tastes really good it's spicy mm-hmm. but it's got like this like the salt and lemon gives it like this sweet flavor so it's really good and have i we, love spicy
1: have you tried it with the the what's that the tahin the you know what i'm talking about
0: Mm-mm. the t a oh and oh, oh oh yeah the the like the seasoning or the yeah. hot the hot stuff no mm-hmm. No, I usually do that. That's you do that with fruit, Eric. I don't, in I don't know. In my culture, you put you put all you put that on all the fruit. All
1: right. Well, <laughs> I think pepper uh, peppers, a fruit, has seeds.
0: Okay. Well, maybe I'll try. It, maybe I'll try it with that next. <laughs> and then uh, I just bought this uh, Dave's Gourmet Insanity yes. Sauce. So you said you had never tried this either, mm-hmm. and I needed some more hot sauce in my house, so. Uh, I don't know the Scoville uh, uh, thing on this one. Can you look it up? Yeah, I'll look it, it up. It just says it's insane. Yeah. The original hottest sauce in the universe. Wow. You know what's funny? The universe. I, I think. Well, you you brought over Dave's last time we mm. did the video, yeah, right? Dave's Ghost Pepper. I love on the back. It says a great cooking ingredient for sauces, soups, and stews. Also strips wax floors and removes driveway <laughs> grease stains. <laughs> <Good> Enjoy. <enough.
1: laughs> uh, this the website. This website just says it's twenty five, uh, two hundred fifty thousand to a million. So in between there. Oh, that's okay. Pretty. I mean, that's pretty broad. Okay. I mean, <laughs> but is
0: that pretty hot? Oh yeah, like well, I think uh, jalapeno is a uh, mm-hmm. twenty five hundred. So we're gonna have to like douse is, these little chicken strips here. <laughs> hey. Okay. So you've never had. Uh, oh, this is a uh, hundred eighty thousand. Hundred eighty thousand. Yeah. So we'll so go not, with that. not not that hot then. Not, not too okay. hot. Then. That'll work. <laughs> uh, so you've never had the serranos. Uh, I don't think they're. Uh, probably, they're probably not as hot as this. So if Maybe. you want, if you want to start with those, I don't know, that
1: that lemon salt might kick it up a notch, though. It might, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah it's definitely going to stay on on the lips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to try it? Yeah. All right, let's do it, man. Cheers. Cheers. <clears throat> this is juicy. Mm-hmm. I like it tastes good, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to kick in. <laughs> Getting warm. But it's like it's, the initial taste is really good.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I always enjoy the initial taste and then the rest of it kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah,
1: it's pretty good, I'm huh? I have to copy you.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, I have those all the time. Nice. They're super good. I can feel it now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's there. mostly in the back of the throat where I feel it. <laughs> It's probably because all the juices just slapped everything on the way down. <laughs> yeah. Whew. Okay. That's not even that hot, so now I'm afraid to do this. <laughs> but that should be fun. So, uh, I got some beer for us. Yep. It's like a tradition for us to bring each other some beer that we might have never tried, I mm-hmm. think. Uh, so, you brought this one. This is the Metaplex. I think so. Yeah? In me, yeah. Metaplex Indian Pale Ale by... Um, mosaic,
1: unsung. hmm, unsung. That's right there.
0: Is that- Where? Oh, unsung <laughs> Brewing Company. Okay. Oh, that just says Mosaic Hop Ninja. Mm-hmm. That's like the name of it. And this is uh, 6.5 alcohol volume. Nice. It's a hazy, mm-hmm. and it's uh, delicious, man. Oh, Thank you. I love. I think a hazy IPA is my favorite style right now. I'm all about it. You know what? I'm I'm all for the brute. The brute IPAs. Mm-hmm. They're really good. Have you ever have you had uh, Sierra Nevada's? brute uh, I think so yeah it's yeah. delicious yeah but I like these these came out like hazy got like real popular in this this summer huh this last summer mm-hmm.
1: yeah and brute's like a super new thing too like within the past like year or so I think
0: yeah it's been pretty good mm-hmm. okay so since we're eating hot sauce <laughs> I'll start with a question that has to do with this I got some topics that we're gonna go into but I figure we'll get started. With this, my mouth is burning. By the way, yeah, it sucks. (laughs) That's gonna be a lot worse. Yeah, a little bit. This is gonna be a very slow start to this (laughs) podcast. (laughs) So, the first question comes from Stephen Van Out. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know Stephen, but he's been on the podcast before, Mm -hmm. Uh, and he says. I said on, on the on the Facebook group, I asked if anybody wanted uh, had any questions or topics they want to talk about. And I mentioned hot sauce because mm-hmm. we both love hot sauce. And he said, what are your favorite hot sauces? What's the hottest hot sauce you've ever had with regard to Scoville score? Have either of you ever cried while eating something spicy or had to quit on a food that was too spicy? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll let you go first.
1: Uh, I think the hottest hot sauce I've had was Dave's Ghost Pepper, which we had in the... Um, our super hidden video, video that, that, that no one knows about it exists in the in the. i swear it yeah. exists um so yeah i think that's the hottest hot sauce i've ever had and is that the one we both cried to yeah uh, so that, that one was that one was insane that was like uh six hundred oh, and fifty thousand 000 oh man like oh you a know hol- what
0: maybe this one's not gonna be that bad then hey
1: i still be i'm sure like once you get past your th- th- threshold it, uh, it all just sucks
0: oh that one was bad though Yeah. So, well, I can answer part of that right off the bat. I cried to that one. Dude. Yeah. That was pretty terrible. Mm -hmm. And that's the hottest one I've ever had as well. Yeah. And uh, the next couple days sucked (laughs) after that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'd have to see, uh, back in college, I had um, the Atomic Wings from Wingstop. And that was like the first thing where I thought, oh, this is the hottest thing I've ever had. Uh, I haven't tried them since then. And I've heard they've since changed the recipe because no one would order them. Really? Because they were too hot. Have you been to
0: Hotlands in
1: uh, Corona? I've, I've driven past it. Oh, you never been there? Mm-mm.
0: Get the hottest ones. Uh, so we bought a pack of them. I think it was like the Super Bowl or something. Where oh, it was a UFC fight. Mm-hmm. A bunch of a bunch of my brother-in-law's friends were over, and a bunch of family was over, and so we went and bought hot wings, and we got like a ten pack of those. And we brought them back to the house and a couple of us like tried them. We wanted, we've always wanted to try them. Mm -hmm. They were so hot. They hurt so bad. (laughs) And then, and then it became a thing. Anyone that walked through that door had to try the Mm -hmm. hot wing first. So we made everybody that walked through, dude, and everybody would like try it and it would just burn like crazy. Uh, everyone had like these stupid reactions. It was so <laughs> funny. And then, uh, my friend Eric, uh, Torres came over and he ate one and it didn't even phase him. Dude. He just like, wow. we're all sitting there like staring, <laughs> waiting for him to like grab. And he was like, oh, that's pretty good. Can I have another? And he grabbed another <laughs> one and just stripped the wing like Dude. nothing. And we're like, what the heck? <laughs> all right. You ready for this insanity sauce? Yep. I figure we'll get through the hot sauces so you can... Spend the the rest of the podcast <clears throat> talking about cameras and complaining about yeah. how much our mouth hurts. Absolutely. So I'll let you pour your own. I'm just probably gonna go like that. Oh, oops. Oh, oh. I'm not gonna eat the whole thing. How much is too much? And I how much is not enough? I don't know. I guess I'll uh, I'll see how much you decide to hey, pour. Why on is me.
1: your wing? Why is your thing bigger? Than, like bigger?
0: I don't know. So like, I don't want to finish the wing. I just want to try the hot sauce. Right. You put more, so I guess I just <laughs> can't can't go out like that, man. <clears throat> okay. Well, <laughs> I'm going to regret that. <laughs> How's it smell? Mm, it smells hot. <clears throat> oh, the chili just... <laughs> <laughs> the serrano just came back. <laughs> okay, so this is Dave's Gourmet Insanity Sauce. It says, it's insane. We'll see about that. Yeah, we'll see. All right, man. I guess now's better than ever. Jeez. I'm going to get another table. Mmm. It has a similar flavor to the one you brought last time.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. I'm
0: going to finish it. Well, I guess I will, too. Mmm. (laughs) <laughs> sorry guys we're chewing into the microphone we're trying really hard not to <laughs> I don't really feel anything right yeah, off the back. it's good it tastes good mm-hmm. good job Dave way to make some good hot sauce yeah it's getting a little warmer yeah I feel it now <laughs> <laughs> oh there it is <clears throat> you know I think that's that makes a good hot sauce too when you don't feel it right away yeah. you're able to like enjoy some of the flavor mm-hmm and then not. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. What's in here? Read it for us. Oh, the
1: first ingredient is uh, hot peppers. Oh, good. So it really narrows it down. Is that the only ingredient? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's got uh, <clears throat> hot pepper extract. An extract is like substantially hotter than just a pepper by itself. <clears throat> Woo. It's there now. I feel it. Dude, this
0: sucks. <laughs> it's not unbearable. Yeah, it's not too bad when, you, when you're when you not talking. When you're talking sucks, though. So. Yeah.
1: Cleared up my nose. That's good. Nope.
0: All right, let me see if I can find a question for us while we, <laughs> while we get through this oh here's one so uh, my friend Gustavo asked uh, he wants to hear like more horror stories and like what people did to get through them do you have any horror stories mm. or anything that almost turned really bad but you were able to get yourself back on track uh
1: yes actually <laughs> I think this is something that I haven't really told anyone like Ash and I know and maybe some of our friends <laughs> because they' kind of it's a little bit embarrassing no one's listening to this podcast. Yeah, right? <laughs> it was probably like mm, three years ago that we packed up for a wedding. Um, it was in Ontario. And we live in Riverside. Um, got to the wedding. We, uh, the girls were getting ready at a hotel in Ontario. Um, and the guys were getting ready like super close by, like uh, Claremont somewhere, I think. So super close. Um, drop Ashley off and go over with the guys. I'm taking pictures with the guys. And my phone um, is in my pocket. And so usually when that happens, I can't feel when it's vibrating or anything, or I just don't notice it. Um, and I'm there for like a half an hour or so. And I pull my phone out and I see there's like 15 or 20 missed calls from Ashley. Like, oh, that's weird. That, that seems high. <laughs> uh, so I went out and called her and realized that uh, I left Ashley's batteries on the charger at home. And so she went to go, go start shooting um, and she had no batteries. Oh, no. Like, so I'm like, uh oh. Um, and how far away were you? Ontario. So like not terribly far from it. It's like 25 minutes maybe. Oh, okay. Um, and so I opened my, my, uh, camera and realized that I put a, uh, one battery in, um, just so I can like format cards and get them ready and left the other three batteries all charging. Um,
0: at your house as well.
1: Yeah. So I had already been with the guy, so I got half an hour or so and I pretty much got what I needed to get. Um, so I was like, hey, I'm going to go over with the girls real fast and help them out with some stuff. Um, so I'll see you guys over at the venue. Like, they were all good. Um, so raced over to get Ashley. Um, as soon as I got there, she took the car and, like, raced back home and got the batteries. And I went with the girls and, like, did all that. Um, and uh, still was able to get all the girls' photos, all the getting ready photos. Everything was fine. Um, and now she's able to go home, get the batteries, and get back perfectly on time for the first look. So the bride and the groom never knew anything about it. We never yeah. mentioned anything. We just like kind of swapped out and like didn't say anything.
0: Still like photographed everything. You guys just imploded. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: we didn't miss anything. Um, uh, the bride and the groom still got all the photos it would have gotten pretty much. Like with the exception, you know, some getting ready photos. Like when Nashi was first yeah. there. But I still was able to get more getting ready photos. Um, yeah. Everything turned out okay. Nice. But that that like that hour of like hearing about it and then her going back to get the batteries yeah. like like on my outside oh yeah everything's great but my inside i'm like freaking out <laughs> so but yeah that was uh all uh, my fault and everything yeah everything worked out okay yeah and it was good a, but uh that's every time scare yeah every time i think back to it, i gotta get sick to my stomach like, man like oh, what if like we were in la or like somewhere far away Oh, that would have been so much worse so now i like, like uh i'm like ocd about it even though i know like before like now i check everything like a, a few times like a yeah. bunch
0: well be, you said it was three years ago i don't think you've ever made that mistake yeah, again. I <laughs>
1: uh but still like to this day i'll even like look at all my stuff make sure it's there the cards memory um batteries everything i'll do that a few times uh and then like multiple times i'll be driving to a location like did I forget my camera bag? And I've had to like feel, like I, I, I know I put it there, but like my mind's like, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't bring it. I do the so same thing. So I have to, like feel back, like, okay, it's there. Yeah. Um, or
0: sometimes we, I put it in the trunk. I have to pull over and then check the trunk, <laughs> dude, to make sure it's still in yeah, there. Yeah. Super dumb. <laughs> um, my favorite part about that story was that I didn't have to talk through that whole thing. <laughs> Cause my mouth was on fire, but I'm doing pretty good now. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do another beer. <laughs> Whoo. That was uh, not bad. That was mm-hmm. good. That was good I hot like sauce. It. I'm probably going to use it I'm going to use it tonight for dinner. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, so our next drink here, we got Beam of Darkness. Uh, this bottle really stood out. It's a bourbon barrel-aged imperial black lager, which I've never heard of. Yeah. And it's got like a golden skull, and he's crying. Mm-hmm. So I think he just had some of the same hot probably sauce we just did. had. So was, Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, man. Cheers. You can, you can smell and yep. taste the Barrel Age. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> that's good.
1: I've, I think I've only had one other, um, like a black lager a long time ago. And lager is definitely not a style that I normally go to. Yeah. But black lager, that's a whole different story. I, really? You can burble, 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 burble ball? bourbon, barrel age, anything.
0: And I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah, this is good. It's like, uh, I'm, I really love stouts. But this mm-hmm. is almost like drinking a stout, yeah, except it's not sure. like thick. Like yeah. a stout, it's just it goes down real easy. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's get into it. I got some more questions, but I'll, I'll just kind of wait till the end to do that. Okay. Um, what I wanted to talk about today was uh, you diving into the Sony world. Yes. You said you're ready to talk about it. Mm hmm. Um, so recently you, you started switching over. You're not completely switched over, right? Yeah. My
1: second body is still a, uh, Mark three, d Mark three.
0: Okay. Well let's, let's go into what,
1: when did you get the camera? What'd you do? Uh, so I got the camera, I think, um, towards like the, the end of last year, maybe like November, I think. Yeah. That seems about right. Um, and I've been wondering like Canon's been super good. Like the, the 5D Mark three is a super solid camera. The 5D four is great also. Um, but there are certain things about it that I just, that, uh, other camera companies are doing better. So like Nikon with like a dynamic range and like things like that. And Sony always intrigued me just it being so small and having like the five axis autofocus stabilization thing. Um, little things like that. were like, ah, I don't need that necessarily, but if I want to get a new camera, I prefer, you know, other cameras have that. So I'd like my camera to have that also yeah. And Canon at the time, just didn't really have anything like that. Um, so Sony intrigued me, uh, but always shied away from it because it didn't have the uh, the dual card S- dual card car slots, um, and especially it being SD. I'm kind of leery of SD cards in general.
0: You've always been a fan of the CF cards.
1: Yeah, I just for whatever reason, whenever yeah. I like research like um, like cards failing, it's usually always SD cards. Um, so having a single slot SD card always turned me away. Then. Hearing about the uh a7 III, having dual SD cards, okay, I can manage that. Having two of them, that's that's good. Um, and then uh, like low light performance and um, the image stabilization, things like that. Like, oh, oh that sounds pretty good. Oh, two thousand dollars, awesome, yeah. Because if I go to upgrade to a 5d4, you know, that's a bunch more money for that, yeah. Um, with uh, specs that um, the Sony had but the 5d4 didn't, um. So super intrigued by that, uh, so I just saved up money. Um, and uh, hearing that I could um, get an adapter and still use all my Canon glass with it was uh, super nice too. Yeah. So that's what I did at first. I just bought the body uh, and um, the Metabones Mark IV adapter, and shot a wedding with it. Uh, pretty much used the Sigma 35 uh, attached to the uh, Metabones Mark with, IV. What do you shot it as your secondary? Uh, primary. The primary. mm Hmm. Um. And so uh yeah shut the whole day I found for whatever reason with um the uh Metabones Mark IV, like adapting it uh certain I think it was certain apertures uh there was like a little like tiny little like a uh, um black gradient almost like the shutter was like barely there um on like uh I think there were like speed. bars no just like um <laughs> Almost like uh, you know when you like uh, shoot with a flash and you shoot with your shutter, shutter speed too high that there's yeah. like you kind of see the shutter or the flash isn't fast enough yeah. um, without high high speed sync. So there's like a little like black gradient, almost like a vignette, but it's a horizontal like just black gradient.
0: Just one line. Yeah, barely there. Hard mm-hmm. like not that noticeable. Did did it come out in your actual photos?
1: So, uh, yeah, uh, a certain uh, shutter speeds it did. I mm-hmm. found if I put my shutter speed up, it went away and it's totally fine. But for whatever reason, I think it was like a 250 or like maybe 125 um
0: and it had to do with the adapter mm-hmm.
1: yeah i looked it up and it's like a it's like a thing um i had to do some digging but uh it did it does happen the stupid thing yeah um so certainly like not a deal breaker like it wasn't that noticeable um and i think like cropping you can crop it out super easy because i mean it was hardly there but it was certainly there um so there
0: is So that. it was just a line it wasn't like a whole half of the photo. Yeah, just like That's a, what I'm imagining like a whole half oh yeah, of the no, photo. Oh yeah, no. It was thing.
1: like barely barely the top in a like little black gradient where like it's it's there but like you know, yeah. I I'm, I'm just like being nitpicky. I so, would notice it. I would <laughs> yeah. be like I
0: don't know about that. So,
1: uh so there is that and then so yeah, shut the whole day with the thirty-five on that bot that camera at least. I think I switched during the ceremony with uh at the time I had the Canon 51.2. and then also I put the eighty-five-one-two on it. And I found, uh, in like spot autofocus, to so where like it, you're like locking on like one single focus point and like uh, using that, it would uh not br- like, again yeah, I guess like breathe like go in and out uh, and then focus, and so you like hold the shutter down and go like and then focus, so like maybe like a half a second or a second to take to lock on and be there. Um, So I researched that and found, like, don't use that. Just use continuous autofocus. Um, So I switched to that, and that was a little bit faster. But it's kind of weird because you're looking through the viewfinder, and uh, your focus point will light up green. um, So you know it's in focus, but looking through the viewfinder, it doesn't look like it's in focus. It still looks back-focused or front-focused or something like that. Mm -hmm. So you're like, well, this spot's green, so I'm pretty sure it's in focus. You know, Visually, it doesn't look like it but you go and review the images and they're like still like sharp and stuff. So yeah, so I shot, uh, I think two weddings and a few engagement sessions, uh, with the adapter, um, and decided yeah. like, uh, it's convenient that I have an adapter so I can still use on my Canon glass, yeah. but I would prefer to have a native, uh, Sony lens, um, on it rather than Canon. So I ended up selling my one two and using that money, um, there's a whole nother thing i bought the zeiss uh 50 uh 1.4 at first yeah i want to hear about that so yeah this is (laughs) side note bought it off amazon uh on um
0: brand new used used yeah so
1: it was i think the lens like that's one dumb thing about sony too is their lens are so freaking expensive Um, yeah they are so but it used uh and super like leery about that too like um uh thinking like well like you know, what if it's a bad copy? Because I've heard of things like that. For like the, the 35, um, there's bad copies out there. But uh, buying it off Amazon and it was Prime still, um, that made me feel more comfortable, like knowing like, well, I can return it easily if it, yeah. if it is bad. Uh, so I bought the 50 um, and it was absolutely terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so I got for sure, I'm, I'm I'm telling myself I got a bad copy. I, yeah. I've, some people are happy with that lens, um, but I found... Anything below uh 2.0 for the f stop was yeah. like not sharp, like garbage. Yeah, I hated it. Yeah. So, uh, with the 50, uh, I shot uh, an engagement session with it, um, and kind of noticed it. So, I just bumped my um, I shot everything like 2.0 or, or above, yeah, um, and then got home and just like around the house, like shot at 1.4, like from far back, from close up, um, just kind of like testing it out and like zoomed into 100 percent and found like, dude, this is not sharp at all, like it yeah. just like terrible like garbage um and so yeah like super bummed like i was all stoked on this lens and um yeah just
0: wait how much did you pay for that lens?
1: uh i think like 1300 maybe okay. so like the yeah, 200 dollars cheaper but um yeah uh just didn't uh have that's the extra. a lot to pay for not being told yeah. focused <laughs> so uh so yeah i used it at a few different shoots um And uh, I was uh, I was still under like the thirty days of like the return policy, so I was able to send it back, and then um, they were able to (laughs) I got my the money back for it. Uh, I think I returned it on or started the process on like a Tuesday. Yeah, Um, and we had a wedding on Saturday, and they refunded me on like Wednesday, and I was able to take that money and buy the Sigma fifty and got that on Friday before the the wedding on Saturday. Thank Uh, you, Amazon. Yeah, so I uh, was
0: able to use the money and save
1: some money, and I bought the Sigma 50.
0: Now, you were telling me with the Sigma lenses, you were kind of worried about that too, right? Because uh, you were trying to go native Mm -hmm. because you wanted the autofocus and everything to be super fast, but you read something about, like... Because recently, Sony finally started making... uh, uh, Sigma, Sigma. Uh, Sigma, or Sigma yeah. finally started making Sony mounts, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, what did you tell me about that? Uh, so,
1: the thirty-five is my my favorite focal length, so I was most interested in the Sigma, the Sigma thirty-five. Um,
0: Do you have a, a Sigma thirty-five now? Yeah, for my Canon. That's my Canon? why I, I,
1: I shoot like everything I shoot is like ninety-eight percent, like Same. all of the thirty-five. Yeah, I love um, that lens. Yeah, dude, it's great. Uh, but reviews with it was saying that the autofocus was a little bit slow uh, especially with video which we don't do much video so that wasn't that big of a deal but I found um, researching I swear, researched like way too much uh, for like this a73 7 and for like lenses and stuff after I got it um, you didn't research too much man dude you, you can never do enough <laughs> research <laughs> uh, so I found between the the sigma 50 35 and the 85 that the 35 focused the slowest, uh, especially with like uh, video um, and uh, like low light stuff. It was kind of like uh, shaky, like not that great. kind of like would um, like breathe and like take a while to lock on focus. Uh, but in one review I, I read was um, saying the 50 was the best out of the three. Yeah. That it was sharp uh, and fast autofocus focus and stuff. Even for video? Uh, yeah. So they did it between this one and the Zeiss and the Zeiss was for autofocus and video still was like, probably like i don't know half of a second or so faster um and like a little bit smoother but yeah at the same time like i don't do that much video so that that wasn't like a deal breaker for me and literally the extra six hundred dollars i saved uh like i don't care for if it's a half a second slower um so yeah uh as far as like low light stuff i've used it like during like receptions um Wait, uh, so
0: you have the Sigma 50 now? Yep, and it's uh, Sony native, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And do you have that line anymore? Do you get it at all? That line that you were talking oh, about? Oh no, there?
1: not at all. So that was like a, a MetaBone's thing, um, just being adapted. So <laughs> I don't know about that, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a,
0: a little weird. Uh,
1: but yeah, if you, uh, I think it's a shutter speed. If you bump that up just a little bit um kind of compensate with your other other settings that i don't it, like that though fun.
0: i don't like that i have to do something Ugh. to make it but it should it should all work you know yeah so well yeah. i mean that's, that's what you get i guess you know yeah i can't Ad- adapted uh,
1: i found it adapted like it works for sure uh but um long term not not really ideal just to, like you know get yourself like ready and like um you know used to the sony system it's good yeah. Uh, but for, like, long-term, you might as well just, like, settle, sell a Canon lens yeah. um, and use that.
0: So you're liking the Sigma over the, the Zeiss? Well, yeah, obviously, because...
1: Like, no, like, the the Sonys are so dang sharp. Yeah. They are super sharp. It's yeah. insane. Um, so I, I even, like, uh, I rented the a7 III at first and uh, got the Metabones Mark III uh, with that and had my Canon 50, which I never really used because I felt like it was a little bit, like, not as sharp as I had liked it to be. Um So we were in my living room and I took a picture of Ashley, my wife, um, with my uh, 5D3 at like 1.2, same settings, all this. And I put it on the adapter, uh, same thing, I got 1.2. And like uh, we zoomed in on the back of the cameras, um, like super close. And it was like night and day difference between like the sharpness between the Canon and the Sony. Yeah, it was like crazy sharp, even See, adapted.
0: That's why I like talking camera gear with you because you like go all out <laughs> and making sure, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, you know, do you remember the wedding we were at when I, I have the little I have a little diffuser cap on my mm-hmm. on my flash, and for whatever reason I've just always liked that cap. I don't like mm-hmm. that. what's a Gary Fong? Yeah, that I, big old thing. Yeah, that thing's huge. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's functional, but I don't I don't care. It's huge, you yeah. know. And then I don't like all the other little fancy stuff. I like this diffuser cap on my flash and that's it. I keep it simple.
1: And be like seven bucks and yeah. like sixty bucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and
0: and I remember we were at that wedding together. And you asked me about it, and then you spent like the next hour, like, "Hey, can I borrow your camera? Hey, can I take a couple of pictures?" And yeah. you like you did your full on research right there Dude. and then. And by the end of that hour, you're like, "Yeah, I just ordered one on Amazon." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And that same wedding I had when ordered. Was... Yeah,
0: but you go like way into depth. I like that. That's good. Yeah, I spend I way too much day. time. I, you
1: know, I'm spending good money on
0: this. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, I mean, well, it's not even that. It's like it's your images. You want to know how they're yeah. gonna they're gonna reflect your work on mm-hmm. your work. You know so I totally get it man dude so yeah so um
1: yeah like, like overall the uh adapted system is it works uh absolutely uh you just shoot uh continuous out of focus um and it will get get the job done um everything will be sharp still uh it'll be a tiny a half of a second slower um which if you're like me that's still like annoying <clears throat> enough to like want to pursue native yeah um so yeah, having the 50 uh is is night and day difference really? um i love it uh and th- i was afraid of it like not focusing well and low light and stuff and it's still like been great yeah um so uh and i bought the um this is like a little side note i bought the the kit lens with it it's yeah. like a good 28 to 70 i think and it's like crappy like 3.5 to five six or something like that yeah um bought that because uh for uh, like reception stuff. I use the 24 to one Oh five on my Canon. Um, just for like dancing photos and like drag the shutter and stuff. Yeah. So I figured, oh, might as well spend $200 more, get the kit lens. That's that's lens. I think if you buy it new, it's like $400. So yeah. Save a little bit of money. And I figured like, Oh, I'll try for like reception stuff. Cause I'm shooting all that stuff. I like, uh, and I'm dragging my shutter like at F 10 mm. or so. So it doesn't really matter if it's F four or 2.8 yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I used that and I was kind of like worried, like, oh, is this gonna like focus well in low light, especially with like a reception photos and stuff. And dude, like, I'm that little $200, $400 lens is like that thing's great. Yeah. Uh, for dancing reception stuff, like, uh, does exactly what you need it to. It's sharp yeah. enough for dancing photos. I would not never use it for like portraits or anything. Yeah. Uh, but for like just like, you know, reception, like all that stuff, it it's great. Um. So. Yeah, I
0: think I uh, so. I, I mean, you already convinced me when I talked to you about that. So when I order my eight seven three, I'm pretty sure I'm going to get that that lens with it as well. Mm-hmm. And I had told um, <clears throat> my friend uh, Gustavo about it because he called me randomly and he he's been kind of on a on a gear kick right now. He's been mm-hmm. buying a ton of stuff. Like he's got um, he had the six D. And he switched over to 5D3 for for photographs. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's more of a video guy though. He's and he's got a Black Magic, so he's been nice. like buying yeah. a bunch of stuff to to like be able to shoot commercials and, mm-hmm. and music videos. Uh, but randomly he hit me up and he was like, "Oh, I'm I'm about to click buy on the A7III." And he was talking me through it. And I told him what you what you said, and he went and bought it nice. with so, that lens as well. Right on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm still waiting to hear what he thinks about it. I don't think he's actually like shot anything with it mm-hmm. yet, but um, but he's all geared up, man. Sweet. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, like weddings aren't his thing, but he's trying to book some cause, yeah. uh, cause I mean, he's, he's got all the gear in the world right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's pretty cool, man. Um, uh, so I guess my question is, so, so what's the plan with Sony right now? You just have an a seven three. Yeah. Right. And you're still shooting Canon. Are you going to make like mm-hmm. a full switch? What 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 do you have in line?
1: Yeah. I think over time, um, I'm going to switch everything over. Uh, pretty much maybe as cameras die. Uh, so I'm shooting, <laughs> yeah.
0: you just told me you have one dying right now, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: so yeah, my, my 5d3 is, uh, uh, I've gotten the shutter replaced once. Um, when I brought it in, it was at, uh, the shutter ac- accusations was at 375,000, I think. Um, so I've got that replaced. Uh, and now that was like, I don't know, two, three years ago. And yeah, now, now it's doing like random dark frames or like the, I think the shutter's just like lagging or doing something. Um, so, so yeah, so I'm shooting my a seven with the Sigma 51 four. Uh, that's my, my main camera and use that the majority of the day. Um, and I figure like the, the five D three is still like a solid camera and I still have all my glass for it. So uh, I still use that um, for weddings. Uh, so I'll shoot with like the dual harness um, dual setup uh, for the, the whole wedding. Um, and Ashley, my wife, still has the 5D3. Um, so she'll use that probably for a while. I got that pretty much new for her, like, not yeah. too long ago. Um, so I think she is content, like, knows, like, the camera system really well. So she's good with that. Uh, once my 5D3 completely dies, I'll probably end up maybe getting another A7 III. <clears throat> um, and then just figuring out what I'm going to do with lenses. Because uh, I still have my Bones, but I think, I don't know, I might end up selling that because i just seeing how much, well, not that much, but like, noticeably faster the uh, the native lenses are. Yeah. I might just are like, you
0: gonna get some GM GM lenses? Yeah, I don't know.
1: Master. I might stick with Sigma. I'm not sure. Uh, I I wanted to get the the 35, but I felt kind of be a waste of money if I had a Sigma 35 for yeah. Canon and a Sigma 35 for um, Sony.
0: Yeah. Um, i've shot with the 24 to 70 mm-hmm. uh g master lens nice, yeah. and i mean i prefer i, I mean I, I like prime lenses i prefer yeah, the prime lens I, I shoot wide open i mm-hmm. don't care man i love the way it looks i don't yeah. care if i miss focus every once in a while it's so <laughs> worth it yeah. uh so having that uh that 24 to 70 you know i thought it was gonna like hinder my abilities a little bit mm-hmm. but when um I shot video, but I was shooting some photos with it when I had the A7 III. I rented the A7 III with mm-hmm. the 24-70, to and we took some pictures just around the house with Gabriel, and I mean, you know, the, the way you're able to open the ISO and, and, and shoot a little bit lighter, like, that mm-hmm. lens was really great. Like, we, just off the bat, we, we uploaded some of the photos to Lightroom, and there was, like, a noticeable difference yeah. in, in the image quality. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, like, I think when I uploaded those photos, Maria took a look at them, and she was like, yeah, I think I want to switch to Sony. Like, yeah. and she didn't even know why yet. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, we yeah. hadn't even talked about it, but she's like, there's something about these photos that just look so much sharper, yeah. even, you know? Uh, so that made me think, like, man, I mean, the a7 three is not very expensive, but, I mean, the, the the G Master lenses are cost more than the a7 three. <laughs> yeah, you know? for sure, yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and that's like one thing. um, Mm. I know uh, when I was researching Sony, I was worried about like the color science because I'm used to editing uh, Canon files, and I found um, if you're worried about this, that the Sony files aren't—they're different, but not that much different. So you may have to do a a few different tweaks, uh, but color-wise, they're pretty similar to Canon, especially like shooting raw. You're not going to notice that much of a difference. So that I've, was
0: that was one of my questions too because uh, you've been using Canon and Sony together. Mm-hmm. So I was curious, like, is there a huge difference? You know, when you're editing in 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 those files.
1: Yeah, no, not too much. Yeah. Um, especially like shooting raw, you can like mimic the the colors pretty pretty similarly. Um, I found even when I'm calling that um, I'll have to go and look, see, oh, which camera was this taken on? And, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So as long as like your settings are pretty similar and the, the white balance nice. is similar. Um, I found uh, the Sony is like the overall like tone of the the photo is like maybe a little bit different. Yeah. Um, but shooting raw like you can easily correct that and like, um, yeah, just you edit like barely, (coughs) barely different than Canon files. Um, and you're back to like
0: exactly your style and all that. So. So uh, Kevin Mack, he's a listener of the podcast. Mm-hmm. He he asked a question about this. I think we pretty much answered it. He said he wanted to get your take on using Sony mount third-party lenses, you know, Sigma, Tamron, et cetera, mm-hmm. versus native Sony lenses for wedding photography uh but he did ask is it generally worth spending more money for the g master have yeah. you ever, have you played with any of the g master lenses uh
1: yet? not I i haven't rented or anything yet um are you planning on renting some
0: probably not <laughs> um you just like the sigma yeah. enough? that's enough so yeah uh i don't know that's a, a well you saw the difference between the zeiss and and yeah well
1: and, i mean uh, I, i'm i'm pretty confident my zeiss was just a, a bad copy maybe yeah, and that's yeah uh it was used so i bet you that someone bought it and said oh this is crap and returned it and then that seller like put it back on the market as he used um
0: so but do you think if it was like in perfect working condition and it was as sharp as you think it was supposed to be would it still have been worth to spend the extra money on the zeiss rather Mm -hmm. than the sigma
1: yeah i don't know i haven't actually no i have shot video with it and it's uh i haven't noticed anything um that like to where I don't like it, yeah. Um, so I think like literally the $600 that's like in between those two, like uh, I'd say just go for Sigma, yeah. Um, unless you're like hardcore video and like you notice like tiny little like details like that to where it may like focus like a 16th of a second faster yeah. on the uh on the Zeiss or the G Master, then yeah. you know, sure, spend that extra $600 for that 16th of a second, but. I'll save my money and suit Sigma. (laughs) So I I still want to see what the 35 is like. Because I did did hear that the 35 um, was uh, slower of the three, of the uh, 35, 50, and 85. But I think uh, when I do buy a new lens, I'll probably uh, get a Sigma.
0: Now, for you have shot some video with it. Mm -hmm. How's the the autofocus tracking with the Sigma lens?
1: Yeah, it seems pretty good. I've just done... um, some, uh, my wife does a lot of stuff on Instagram. Uh, so we'll shoot uh, some video stuff for different brands for Instagram. Um, and, uh, I've done, I think we've done maybe four, three or four, maybe five videos, uh, for brands on Instagram um, yeah. in the past, like few months. Um, and there hasn't been a time where I'm like, man, this didn't like lock focus or like this is out of focus. Like everything's been in focus as yeah. long as like the focus point is over. Um, the subject, uh, I haven't noticed anything. Yeah. Um, but I'm not like super diehard video and
0: like. Did but, you shoot any video with the Metabones adapter?
1: Uh, no, didn't even yeah. try. Okay. I was, yeah. So uh, I was
0: curious about that, but like, I almost don't even want to try because I, you know, like, uh, I when I switched over to Sony for video, like, uh, I. I'm all about the autofocus tracking. Mm -hmm, I use it probably 80% of the time when I shoot weddings. Yeah. And I trust it even though it's not – I know it's not like the greatest yet, but I know it's going to get better. So I'm already practicing with it because I know as the technology gets better, I mean – Mm-hmm. that's going to get better too. Yeah. Uh, but I was curious if, uh, how the, uh, the metal bones adapt. I, I mean, I've asked around yeah. about it and some people like it, but they, I mean, they always end up saying like, but it's not the best. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I mean, I haven't tried it yet, so I can't say whether it's really good or not. Yeah. But- so
1: I haven't tried it either, but mainly because I heard that, Um. well, I heard, I'm pretty sure it's true that it doesn't have um continuous autofocus. So, If you, oh, it doesn't, yeah. So you have to shoot many. I think the the Sigma um, MC11 does, I think, Um, but I'm not certain that it's probably never
0: know because I'm not gonna (laughs) get an adapter for it. Yeah, I'm gonna go straight to native, I guess. Uh, Let me see. So you're liking the A7 III. You're gonna do a full switch over to Sony. Eventually get rid of all your Canon, yeah, Canon stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Canon. Even like with their, because I was kind of like hold on a little bit. Like, like I uh, heard Canon's gonna come with a mirrorless and kind of see how that goes. And the have um, you
0: messed with the R at all? No. no? It
1: just doesn't really interest me. Yeah. Um. No, still like. I'm with you. Yeah. It sounds cool, but yeah, uh, I'm just, I'm, yeah. I'm with yeah. You. I know some people shoot with it and love it and like, prefer it, but um. Yeah. Yeah. Not for me. <laughs>
0: That's cool, man, switching over full Sony. So, I mean, we're we're eventually going to switch over to Sony. We've already started switching over to Sony for, for video, mm. so it would just make sense to just have everything Sony. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm going to get rid of my 5D3 and the 35 Sigma. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're both like still solid I, cameras. Yeah, I just feel like it's a solid backup. The one thing I'm still worried about, and I don't know if I should be or not, I haven't done enough research for it, but like the weatherproofing. Yeah, you know, I feel like if I have a five D three and the Sigma thirty five in my bag, and there's a crazy rain downpour, mm-hmm. I'll probably put away my Sony cameras <laughs> and just bust out the five yeah. D. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, because I don't know, I'm still. Uh, I don't know how the Sony is, you know, with that kind of weather. Yeah, but I'm, I've been in a full rainstorm with my five three, and I trusted it. I went all out, and I have no issues uh,
1: with it. Dude, yeah, I've I've shot in the rain with my five three also, but given mine's, uh, gosh, how maybe like s- <coughs> six years old, maybe. I wish you brought your camera <laughs> so I could take a picture of <laughs> my them. camera is like, <laughs> it is beat up. So yeah, I, I'm missing like um. On the the top dial that you see like manual and all the autofocus, all that stuff, that whole like emblem um, with the graphics on it, that's your your
0: five D three looks like a vintage camera. It's seen better days. (laughs) (laughs) I actually like that about your cameras. Like like a lot of people like keeping their cameras super clean and new, but dude, yours look like it went through (laughs) war. Like literally went through war. You're gonna have to send me a. You know what? Uh, take a picture of it when you get home yeah. and post it on the Facebook group. Yeah. So people good. can see the back Dude. of it. So yeah. it's it's yeah. got <laughs> I mean all the Don't you know- judge me. <laughs> The five three like you know the camera it's it's all black but if you look at Eric's like his has been <laughs> on his uh what's it called the, the camera fast. harness yeah. yeah the hold fast camera harness for so long just rubbing on on your belt yeah. and on the metal like all the black has worn off yeah it looks it looks pretty cool I think it looks really cool <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, yeah and my uh the joysticks um to like my uh, auto my focus point picker and like all that on uh the camera that fell yeah. off. Uh, then when I got the shutter replaced, uh, I had them put a new one on and that one fell off. Yeah. So I have, uh, and then I think the one on my battery grip fell off also. So I have like no way I have to like use my, the, the back wheel and the top wheel to like pick, pick my focus point. Um,
0: I mean, pretty soon you're going to have to bust out your film cameras and start shooting with those because they're going to all stop working. Yeah. So, yeah,
1: I, I've been afraid of shooting, shooting with that in the rain because, like, there's, like, exposed, like, yeah. things open that way yeah. Like, oh, yeah. If water got in here, would that be bad? <laughs> I like, electrocute myself or something. Oh, my God.
0: Okay uh all right so i got a couple quick topics i want to go over yep and then we'll get into some questions um you sent me this link actually you sent me the uh the link to a new godox v1 do you have bro do you have (laughs) do you have did you with your sony did you buy a godox uh flash uh no no, right so So this yeah this is a whole
1: nother side thing yeah i still have my um 580 ex2 my canon flash yeah um uh, I put it on my Sony just to see like oh I wonder if this still works. Yeah. And I shoot manual flash like at the power and everything. I yeah. I, I don't trust TTL that, that well. Um just put it on my Canon and or on the Sony uh, and things have been great. It with works, it. yeah, phenomenally. Does
0: TTL work though?
1: Uh, I haven't tried TTL. Oh, okay. Um and it doesn't have the autofocus assist, those little yeah. like red beams yeah, yeah, that yeah. you go. Uh and that was like in my researching concerned me. Uh but I shot like um, there's a wedding where I was shooting with my, um, so when I switched to Sony, I was like, Oh, I'll shoot Sony the majority of the day. And then yeah. dancing photos, I'll put my flash on my Canon yeah. and just use that. Cause I know that works. Yeah. Uh, but I was shooting a wedding and I thought, Oh, I'll just throw this, my Canon flash on my Sony and just see how it is with the twenty eight <coughs> to a yeah. 28 to 70. Um, and that thing, like without the autofocus assist, like still like locked on instantly really? fun, like perfectly, like no issues whatsoever. Uh-huh. Um, was it a dark, did you try it in a very dark setting yeah it was like lights are off just uh DJ lighting was on yeah and so I was, I was dragging my shutter um to get
0: like the you know the lights and all that movement um <clears throat> so when you told me that I was excited because I was like you mean I don't have to invest <laughs> in flashes yeah. for that you know did, have you tried them with the with your young news uh no I still have one Yugnew New I,
1: I dropped a while ago, and I have, a, I put like Velcro over the battery door because yeah, it'll sounds stay. Sounds about right.
0: <laughs> it'll come over. Um, so the other I, one's got wrapped in duct tape <laughs> and some string that you picked yeah, up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I have uh,
1: two Yug News. Um, one that I just keep at home that's like has the, the battery doors Velcro together because yeah. I dropped it or it fell. It was kind of a funny story. It was during a first dance, and like, I think someone bumped it or something happened or it's the whole light stand fell. I shoot like off camera flash with it. Um, and someone bumped it and it knocked over and like hit the ground. All the battery batteries fell out and everything. <laughs> you hear everyone like, gasp. Like, oh, oh God, it's fine guys. It's cool. Um, it's all good.
0: Keep dancing. Keep
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> super embarrassing. Uh, but yeah, wait, uh, you didn't knock it over. Yeah. Someone else did. So I, super embarrassing
0: for them. Yeah.
1: Um, so, but yeah, I like, uh, yeah, Velcro the, the battery door on. So that'll stay closed. Yeah. Um, found I still prefer the uh, the Canon flashes um, so I shoot with the 580 ex2 on my Sony uh, Ashley has the 580 ex like original one on her mm-hmm. um, her camera um but yeah the canon flashes like if you're shooting manual uh it doesn't matter whatsoever like, sure the, the autofocus assist isn't there um, but I found there um, the Sony still has like the LED light kind of built into the camera and that'll pop on yeah. if it needs to yeah. uh, and there hasn't been a time where it won't focus um, it's been flawless so far. So there's Godox V1. You're yeah. interested in getting that? I Yeah, I need that. If it's anything, well, I, uh, I've only seen one dude that um, has talked about it, really. I think he went to Photokina or something yeah. like that and was able to see it. Um,
0: so the Godox V1 is supposed to mimic the pro photo, Yeah, like $1,000 flash. Yeah, it's that like round looking mm-hmm. one, right? Okay, okay, I know. So, yeah, uh, I have to see. Let me see. So I went to a wedding with a, with a buddy of mine and he had the pro photo there one is. and he was showing me it. And I thought like, it looked really cool, but then he Dude. told me it was a thousand dollars. I was <laughs> yeah. like, I have no interest in, in for paying a thousand dollars for a flash. Yeah.
1: So, uh, yeah, I've looked at other photographers, um, and, uh, I've started dabbling with like, um, pointing my flash rather than shooting with the, the diffuser, yeah. uh, pointing like backwards and over my shoulder, my right hand shoulder pretty much. So it's bouncing off, like, everything behind me.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I found that is gets the lighting a little more, like, uh, flattering for the most part. Um, but, like, one, like, disadvantage is it uses a lot more power. So mm-hmm. my batteries will die faster. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I was looking at the uh, the V1. And where is it? Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So uh it takes um you can shoot at full power and it'll recharge in 1 second and be ready to go again. Oh, that's good. Um cuz yeah, it uses like a proprietary um battery. Um and it gets to like six hundred. So it has its own battery? Yeah, like you you could just recharge it. Mhm. Or like yeah, I, th- I think if I were to buy it I'd probably buy two batteries just just yeah. in case. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like 650 uh full uh full power um yeah. flashes is that, I think that's pretty good. Um and like the Godox system is they're pretty inexpensive for what they are. Do you have a price tag for uh they haven't posted a price tag. you can pre <clears throat> you can I think like Adorama and B and H has like the pre
0: order up. You can pre order without a price tag. <laughs> yeah. So surprise you're paying eight hundred dollars. Yeah.
1: But I think uh the, the Godox, like their flagship, like their um their giant off camera I forget what yeah. it's called, like the ad eighty six thousand or yeah. six hundred or whatever it is. Uh, I think that's like uh don't quote me on this, but I think like three hundred if yeah something something around around that so the video i was watching was saying it's probably gonna cost like 200 to 250 Wow. Um, so i'm like dude if it's not comparable yeah all. so i want to see like it like actually compared to the a1 yeah uh but um yeah i think i'm probably gonna end up getting going with that I guess at some point we're
0: gonna have to keep a, an eye on you then <laughs> yeah <laughs> testing out this gear mm-hmm. Uh, dude, that's dope. I'm, I'm going to post a link to the video that you sent me. of cool, yeah. XV one. I'll mm-hmm. post that in the show notes so people can check it out.
1: Strawberry lager.
0: So this is a strawberry lager. I picked this up at Gerard's, which you haven't been to yet. I haven't. I need to take you there. It's awesome. Have I sent you videos from there yet? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They have, they call it the cave. It's a, basically a giant beer fridge that you can walk to with like four nice. or five aisles of beer. Mm-hmm. And it's huge, uh, and then they have another uh, beer fridge that you go t- that you go through, and they have ca- like giant cases in that one, mm-hmm. and then they have a whole thing of just singles, so you can mm-hmm. make like your own six pack and stuff. Yeah. It's pretty good. So that's where I found this one, Strawgator, Strawberry. That's good.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I found uh, with uh, like fruit beers or beers that have like some kind of fruit in them. Like, not always can you taste the fruit? Yeah, it's just kind of like they're like subtly. Oh, you just, can taste it. In yeah, this one. it's there. It's very prominent. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan.
0: So I have here. Uh, we were talking about the the Godox V1. Um, also, there's been a couple other announcements that I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of Young New, I'm a fan of Young New. I love their their flashes. Yeah. And they also have lenses, which I haven't tried out.
1: Like a fifty or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: but um, they're 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 cheap. But I can't imagine. I mean, the reviews I've seen on them that they're really good, and for the price, I mean, you can't you really yeah. can't go wrong with those things. You know yeah. what I mean? They're not awful. Did you see that uh, Young New came out with uh, their own camera?
2: No. Uh, oh, I don't know.
0: They mm. they just announced a well, actually, they announced it a while back. Like uh, they they had some um. They made an announcement that they were working on one, mm-hmm. but they came out with a Micro Four Thirds uh, EF mount Android 4K mirrorless camera. Have you seen this thing? Uh-uh. Okay. Huh. So it runs on an Android system. Mm-hmm. It's got an EF mount for your for your Canon lenses, and I'll just give you a couple specs since you haven't heard about it. Uh, but let me see here. Uh, t- Okay, so it's a 16-megapixel micro four-thirds sensor. It's got an Android uh, Qualcomm 8-core processor, uh, 3 gigabytes of RAM, 32 gigabytes of built-in storage, Hmm. and then you can put a uh, 32-gigabyte card in it. You can't put anything higher than that, though. Okay. Uh, But it shoots 4K video, I think, at 30 frames per second? Hmm. I think, yeah. Uh, but it hasn't been. I think it hasn't been released yet. Um, but yeah, it's supposed to look like that, man. A little, Probably, like, like what, hundred little... bucks or so? <laughs> How much do you think this camera is gonna come out uh, for? If you were to guess, since you know nothing about it, do you have a price point? I do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna guess thousand dollars for this little pocket can that you can throw your Canon lenses on it. Shoot 4K video, 16 megapixels. Mm.
1: Yeah, six megapixel kinda makes me know if it's cheaper, but or I don't know. I'm gonna say a thousand dollars.
0: This camera is supposed to be under five hundred dollars. Interesting. Right? Young New right? Uh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> and I watched a video on it and it was a young new representative like talking about it. Mm-hmm. So I'm very interested in this camera because I'm always looking for something to use just to like go on the go. Cause yeah. I know you shoot uh, Fuji yeah. on the love, go. Love right? It. Like yep. you don't you don't carry your wedding cameras around. No way. Yeah, and then I have the A six thousand five hundred that I'm I'm on the go with with mm-hmm. a, with a little Sigma thirty millimeter, and I love it. But if I can go smaller and lighter and just slap like a like it's got an EF mount, and I have a. Uh, a Canon Pancake yeah, 40 millimeter. Mm-hmm. Like imagine the 40 millimeter dude. on like this phone looking you camera. Throw it in your pocket You throw or it in your that? pocket. Yeah. That thing's perfect. Dude. Yeah. So I'm actually kind of excited about it. If it's going to be under $500, I might pick this thing up yeah, just for the photos. Mm-hmm. You know? So I, I'm pretty stoked on it. I'm, well, I'm glad you didn't really know about it because I wanted to <laughs> tell you about it. What do, what do you think about it?
1: Uh, sounds good for – dude, for, yeah. that's a good price point for sure. So you can get like a Rebel for like around that much and – It sounds better. Yeah. Getting
0: like a a rep. I don't Uh know. It sounds pretty good. You fit it in your pocket. But on the other hand, Leica came out with $5,000. Are you talking about that? Uh, I saw a newer one. The Q2? Yeah. Did -hmm. you see that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it's $5,000. You know, it's funny, man. When I saw the announcement and I saw that it was $5,000, my first thought was, oh, an affordable Leica. (laughs) Sure, sure. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> not that I could afford it, but I guess that's a uh, better than most. Yeah. I was looking I recently started shooting film again and I was looking at like some old Leica film cameras and mm. they're still like 3 4 yeah, grand. It's they're so dumb. Cr- they're crazy. Yeah. I'm sure they're great. Um sure. but I'm not getting one anytime soon. Yeah. I shoot with the uh, my travel slash like everyday
1: camera or whatever, my Fuji X100F. And that, uh, I don't think it's like twelve hundred dollars, or that was new. I'm sure, I'm not sure what it is now, but I'm super happy with that. And you know, are you but, gonna sell it and get the young new? <laughs> <laughs> probably the <not>. new YN four fifty. But yeah, like that compared to like the Leica, like dude, just go with like a Fuji. Like you save yourself four thousand dollars.
0: <laughs> So you can get two A seven threes. That is true, <laughs> yeah. and probably have room for like a lens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I told people you were coming on the podcast, and they were pretty excited. Man, here I am. You're you're a regular now. I want to have you on as much as possible. Hey, happy to be here. Maybe next time you'll bring some topics. I don't know. Maybe anyway. Pulling my own weight. <laughs> here, let me get some of that anchor money. <laughs> <laughs> Got to pay you to be on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, Okay so I got some questions From the Facebook group Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll just go through some of those (laughs) Um we, we we talked about this a little bit. Uh, Christian Valle, he is a listener. He asked about tips on shooting video on Sony. He said, uh, handheld or just any hacks, underexposing or overexposing for post-production, mm-hmm. LUTs, what LUTs do you recommend? I know that you don't shoot a lot of video, yeah. but uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on this?
1: Uh, so it might be a little bit different for me. Um, I shoot with uh, the color profile. I think it's... a uh, pp10 i think on the a73 um and that is super flat um and my editing for it is like super super easy um so all the video i do is for uh, my wife's instagram so the brands that we that she works with um and i'll just like i'll edit everything in premiere um and if there's clips um, that are like maybe like uh the exposure is different in a scene i'll kind of adjust it so the exposure mm-hmm. is. Pretty similar across the whole the whole thing. Um, then export that, then uh, drag it into Lightroom. Um, and she has um, I have a preset set up for her um, for her photos that I'm able to apply to the video. Um, and so the her whole thing is making sure that the her photos like are the same editing style for everything.
0: Um, and so, with some as, t- as your video, yeah. So, I as some tweaking, like when we- which is a problem I'm having because yeah. uh, I, I, you know, I when I switched over to video, Maria was the same way. I want our video to look just yeah. like our photos, uh-huh. and that wasn't like an easy task. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> um,
1: so, I found yeah, shooting like a PP10 and sh- keeping it flat. Uh, this the colors are pretty, pretty similar, like not like entirely, but like uh, as a thumbnail um, in her feed, it still matches for the most part. Um, so yeah, I'll just uh bring it into Lightroom. Um and as long as my each clip is like exposed through the same like brightness or darkness as everything, um, that the the generic like filter that I have like set up for her is pretty similar and the colors are all the same. Yeah. So um thankfully like for for her all each like clip that we shoot is all probably shot within like the hour within each other. Um so all the lighting, everything is still the same. So I think like for a wedding, it, it wouldn't work at all because you're shooting like, you know, bright light with like getting ready photos, and like yeah. window light and stuff. And then like reception where it's like, you know, uh, DJ lighting or something where that wouldn't work and I'd have to like use a lot or like things like that in Premiere. But thankfully, everything's like shot and over with like within an hour. So all the lighting is the same.
0: So, um. I don't. I don't know much about profiles either on Sony. I'm. I still feel very new to video, um, even though I've, I've done it like two years now. But I'm still like experimenting, man. It, yeah. You know, like definitely not anywhere near close to as comfortable as I feel with uh, like photography. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do know that on uh, when you when you get the Sony, I know that uh, the profile PP eight. Is supposed to be S-Log 3. Have you shot with S-Log 3 or S-Log 2? I've just done the the PP10 just because I I watched Just looking
1: at it? I watched one video. I was like, use
0: this. Okay. Okay. And I've used that for
1: everything just because that's all I know.
0: So S-Log 3 is the one I use on the A6500. Mm -hmm. And it's supposed to give you um, um, 16 stops of dynamic range. Hmm. So it's pretty flat. Yeah. But it um you can go under ISO eight hundred. Hmm. So it starts off at ISO eight hundred. And I mean I have a uh what's it called? A filter. Um neutral density? I got a, a neutral density filter. Yeah, things. Yeah, one of those <laughs> I got that, like if I'm doing daylight stuff, which I rarely have to use, but yeah. um but yeah, I, I use S log three for everything for yeah. my own color corrections. Mm-hmm. I do have the I do have the White and Reverie Lutz collection. Mm-hmm. So I use those like as a base to start with with yeah. my color correction and then I kinda go from there um, and everything else is just kind of stuff that I've learned off of YouTube. I'm still experimenting with it. So I don't, I don't really have like a a set opinion on like what you should be using. And I mean, really it's, it's all opinion based, right? Mm -hmm. Like your style, your color and everything. Yeah.
1: And just like for Ash, like the, the preset that we have set up for her on Lightroom, uh, just with the PB10, like works like pretty seamlessly. Uh, but if it, uh, that preset that we use is different from what I use for our weddings, and I've tried like as I'm like in Lightroom, putting like our, our preset for weddings, and it just doesn't work.
0: Um, what about uh, for like uh, stabilization? I know that you got one of the Zhiyun cranes, but have <laughs> you have you used handheld on the A seven three yet?
1: Uh, a little bit. Um, back when like when uh, Ashley first started doing videos, I did like handheld or put things on a tripod and stuff. Um, and, uh, I found using the stabilizer is much easier oh, yeah. and I'm able to move. Yeah. And like, um, I found adding movement to a shot just makes it that like 10 yeah. times better. Yeah. Um, have you so. seen
0: a difference in, in like the handheld, like there's a hand, is the handheld cause it's supposed to have like the in camera stabilization, yeah. all that, but is, is, is it still kind of jumpy? What did you think about it?
1: Uh, yeah. So, I mean, back before I had a stabilizer, I use them like, um, uh my mark three i used that for a few videos and i would like um put it on a tripod and extend the legs and like jab the legs like into my hip kind of and like use it as like, use my hip as a, as a stabilizer and like that like i guess worked you know that's good technique <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh so it was uh for what i had it yeah. worked yeah. um but i found having a stabilizer like a thousand times easier you yeah. know yeah um so if you have the money or even, you know, just I just say just go for the stabilizer and make, you know, I'd prefer to spend the money on something and use it, um, have like less like editing to do or that's true. just have everything yeah. that's yeah. easier for me to do in post-production.
0: I use a, the A6500 to shoot video right now mm-hmm. uh, for our, like home videos and stuff. And it's great. And uh, most of the time I'm not on our Zion I have a Zion crane, but the thing we use it for the most is to shoot like Gabriel's YouTube videos. Yeah. And I don't put it on the crane. I actually just throw it on to the um, uh, I got a Joby uh, tripod. Little Joby tripod. Like the GorillaPod or something. The Gorilla Pod, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I throw it on there and it's got, you know, in camera stabilization, so it's pretty good. But I do notice that there's a little bit of, of like warping. Yeah. You know, here and there. Mm-hmm. So that's the only that that's the only like problem I would say with that. But honestly even on the Zion crane, when I'm doing certain shots, sometimes you get like a glimpse of warping yeah, there too. For sure. So I mean, it might just even be my camera and it trying to work stuff out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think the best thing you can do is just try to be just try to be as stable as possible. Yeah, you know. Um, obviously, like you said, if you can afford like a crane mm-hmm. or something that will stabilize it even more. It's totally worth it, especially if you're investing a lot of your time doing video. Yeah. So next question I have, uh, this is from Kevin Mack. Do you think you would be able to go full time in an ultra saturated market like Los Angeles, provided you live and work in the Greater Los Angeles area? So he actually has a couple questions, uh, but I wanted to start with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I waited to answer this one till you were here because I guess you and I work in the both work in the Greater Los Angeles yeah, area. Yeah, essentially. You go you go to LA a lot, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So so what do you think? Uh, do you think he would be able to go full time in an in, in in a place like los angeles there are yeah. a ton of photographers for sure there was real quick there was a photographer that um on instagram with a ton of followers that asked hey link your your favorite photographers below i want to check out their work mm-hmm. and there were about i don't know like three thousand comments and i ran kind of through them and And, like, not one repeated itself. There's so many photographers just in Southern California. So what do you think? Do you think someone can make it as a full-time photographer in Southern California, in the L.A. area?
1: Yeah. So uh, we're based out of Riverside, um, so it's certainly not L.A. And I think the clients that we book are not necessarily from L.A., but maybe the the wedding venues they book are in L.A. So – I think the the demographic that we we book from is usually like Inland Empire, maybe like Orange County, um, usually between those two. um, And then those weddings will range from uh, like San Diego County up to L.A. County, pretty much. We're like in that range is like majority of our our weddings. Um, So I think absolutely you can. Uh, Maybe if... um, you market yourself as an LA photographer and like maybe not as much, but if you're just kind of more like general, like we are uh, like tagline is like, we're a husband of wife photography uh, team from Southern California. So we don't say Riverside, we just say Southern California. Um, so I think uh, yeah, that kind of makes it less general um, for being like, we're not LA. We're like yeah. Southern California. Yeah. So we try to cover like um, everywhere. Um, but there are, you know, Thousands mm-hmm. of photographers in one area yes. in LA. Yeah, so
0: uh, yeah, I'm I'm definitely not like uh, I guess threatened the amount of photographers there are there are a ton of photographers Mm -hmm. i mean i love photography so i i i love that there are so many photographers yeah you know what i mean like i think photography is so great um i love talking to you about photography Mm -hmm. because we're both into photography so i can find more people like you that'd be awesome you know what i mean uh so it really doesn't bother me that there's so many uh wedding photographers and Honestly, the only thing I really have to say about this is that when you drive into LA, you know when you're driving down the freeway and there's a sign that says like the name of the city and the population amount? Mm-hmm. The population on the sign of Los Angeles yeah. is 4 million. It's huge, yeah. 4 million people. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just the population there. There are over 20 million people on any given day in Los Angeles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there are so many people. So I think having a thousand or ten thousands or a hundred thousands of photographers yeah. in LA, it really does make a difference, man. Yeah, there's like for sure. There's definitely enough work for everybody. And I always say there's uh the people looking for a wedding photographer, they're gonna find you for the most part, they're gonna find you for your style you know mm-hmm. what i mean like for the most part the people that reach out to us for uh for our services they like us because of our style we've yeah. already hit a, a a price point where they're not looking for a budget photographer they're reaching out to us because they already know our prices and yeah. they and they want us for our work mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's it's really not that big a deal yeah yeah as the way i see it so i don't think it hinders our chances of uh getting jobs in la yeah (laughs) there's too many people yeah (laughs) too many people yeah uh he also asks, do you have a diversified uh source of income to cover expenses during lean months or is it ride or die with wedding photography Mm -hmm. now he says lean months and i do know photographers like in in the east coast in the midwest that um they have a specific time frame yeah, that they're shooting. You've heard of that, season, right? For wedding sure, yeah. season. <laughs> and I always say like in California, I mean, wedding season is year round. Yeah, for I, sure. Uh, every once in a while, I get uh, a client that asks like, oh, do you have discounts for off season? And I kind of <laughs> laugh a little bit like- <laughs> We're in California. There's there's no off season. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean. It could rain in August. It doesn't matter. Yeah, for you sure. Know? Uh, sure. So yeah, do you, do you have something else that you do outside of wedding photography to cover? I because even though we don't have a specific season, I'm sure we have slow months. Yeah, for uh, sure. So do you have anything else that you do outside uh, of wedding photography? Yeah.
1: So I'd recommend if you're considering going full time before you do so, save up. Uh, have like an actual savings account that covers at least like three months ish worth worth of uh, expenses or give or take, maybe not three months, but just money that will cover uh slower months. So we have like a savings account that we have. Um, and uh, I found for us like uh, January, February are usually pretty slower months. You mean right after Christmas? Yeah. Everyone spends, <laughs> yeah, everyone spends their money on Christmas so that they don't get married uh, during then. But um uh, yeah, having that savings there, uh, to pull from just like in case you know is uh, a little comforting to to know um and uh as far as like extra revenue I'm, I'm sure like having anything coming in is beneficial uh so we have like a lowdown on like ashley and i so we have our photography business uh the mcfarlands is our main source of income um ashley has uh I don't know if you call her get Instagram influencer, whatever you want to do it. Oh, um, she's an Instagram influencer for sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so she works with brands, um, and we'll post on Instagram, and so we'll do photos and videos for um, clients for companies. Yeah. Um, and then all outside of weddings, try to book as many like family photos or like maternity or things like that. Um, every once in a while, I'll shoot for uh, Amazon doing like product
0: stuff. I have a like, contact with them. Um just so you guys know, here in Southern California, there is an Amazon warehouse <laughs> <laughs> about uh five minutes in every direction from us. Yes. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I'll
1: shoot first for Amazon. So that's another you know, like stream of income. Um so photography wise, you know, there's all sorts of things like, you know, wedding photography or product photography, your maternity, your family, or whatever. There's anything you can do photos for. Mm-hmm. Um and I try not to uh um advertise ourselves as just wedding <clears throat> photographers that we will do everything that we, sure we yeah. maybe specialize in photography but i can you know if you approach me with something i'll try not to turn anything down yeah just so we can bring money in from all sources of anything yeah um so would it be like weddings or product or family or anything as to bring that money in, just uh Multiple streams of income yep. is always a, a yep. plus.
0: We're the same way. I mean, we we mainly advertise just wedding stuff. Yeah. But, I mean, we get asked to do stuff all the time. And, uh, you know, like on our IG stories and our website, we kind of post other stuff that we do. Mm-hmm. So we do supplement some of our income with like uh family photography uh we do headshots Mm -hmm. um i i do some commercial uh videography i do some random like film stuff all the time so Mm -hmm. that's kind of that's a way that we supplement our income i feel like in la that's a little easier to do because people are just looking for a photographer videographer for different things and as soon as they find you You know it's easier for them to reach out to you so yeah we do all kinds of stuff
1: yeah it's it's good to always like try and never say no to a a gig if you're able to just so you're able to have that and like use it as marketing say oh yeah i've shot something like that before Mm -hmm. and yeah
0: now what do you do about uh health dental vision life insurance (laughs) oh (laughs) gosh california (laughs) This is the hardest thing, right? Uh, uh, yeah. What do you do and uh, for that and your family, man? So
1: uh, if you don't have any kids and you're not planning to have any kids for a while, I don't know. Cover California for us, California has been like a nightmare, <laughs> uh, like to say the least. But um, yeah, uh, it kind of sucks, to, to be honest. For Cover California, if you're planning to have kids, so yeah. like... Um, down like what well, like we're going through right now is we had ashley on um uh,
0: uh by the way eric uh well it's not <laughs> recent anymore but how, how old is jovi now uh like six months six months yes we have a yeah. six month uh almost three years so two year and then uh, almost five four if you guys haven't listened to the episode before <laughs> eric has uh three daughters yep. all under four yep <laughs> that's true uh, so yeah, what we're going through. Right- Can I just cheers you for that Thanks, you, man. <laughs> it's, it, Thanks it's for being work. here, man. <laughs> um,
1: so yeah, what we're going through right now is uh, we set my wife up for um, through Kaiser through their platinum, their most uh, expensive plan because their um, uh, labor and delivery expenses are like the cheapest. So we had her for like uh, all through pregnancy, having that, um, and then after the baby was born. I switched her back to like silver or bronze, like the, uh, a cheaper one, uh, just to save money on that. Uh, and then Kaiser, when the the baby was born, when Joey was born, billed us for our gold uh, account rather than our platinum. So we got a bill for like sixteen hundred dollars, or something like that. Where platinum was like, oh, you spend two fifty and then you're done. So I'm like, uh, with each kid, like there's been something where we have to call Covered California to fix something or. Uh, they're not covered like with Karis our firstborn uh we had her um and I think I went full time like uh a few months after she was born and for whatever reason I forget what it was but her first like six months of her life she wasn't covered yeah just because covered California was like still I don't know new oh or gosh. whatever it was just like a <laughs> nightmare um but if you're keeping the same plan and doing the same thing yeah. for years to come like it's it's great it's affordable and yeah but if you're having kids, like, I don't know, just, we've, we've had bad luck with it so far.
0: Well, you know, I mean, I would tell you to stop having kids, but, I th- you know. I think we're set now. <laughs> we'll see. We will see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we'll run through these a little quicker. He's He actually asked a couple questions, which is really awesome. But um, are you set up as an LLC? If so, how did you set that up? And I know you're a sole proprietorship, right? I think so. More yeah. the same way. So basically mm-hmm. you just do your taxes as yourself. Yeah. I've heard that LLC really just separates you personally from your business. So mm-hmm. if someone someone were to like sue you or something, they could really only sue you for the assets of your business yeah. and not for you personally. Mm-hmm. Are you afraid of that at all? Is that uh
1: a- I don't know, like not really like Photography, like, there's less, like, liability compared to, like, a, a DJ with, like, big old speakers that are going to fall on someone yeah. or, like, yeah. something like that. Um, yeah, photography, you pretty much just show up and you have your camera. Yeah. And, like that's I feel like if you it. just
0: cover your bases, it yeah. will be fine. Like, double, triple, back up your photos, yeah. <laughs> have multiple cameras, and, mm. I mean, for the most part, you're going to be okay. Yeah, right? for sure. So, um, just cover your
1: bases. Yeah, so, yeah, we're just, yeah, we pay taxes <laughs> quarterly and...
0: Uh yeah, just save up money for that and good to go. Uh, what do you do for legal advice? Do you have a lawyer or a retainer for your weddings? Mm, not yet. Haven't had to have no lawyer. Not yeah, yet. you have a retainer though, right? Yeah. So we do. Uh, yeah,
1: a deposit just to get their date officially booked. So I don't
0: know if you know this, but recently it's been all over the internet. Everyone, a lot of photographers have been talking about it, but um, they're no longer using the word deposit. For the deposit. Yeah, he's a retainer. Retainer. Mm-hmm. So I, I know I went ahead on my contract and changed all the wording to retainer. Yeah. Because if you use the word deposit, they can technically go after you and still get that money back mm-hmm. because it's that wording. Did yeah. you change any of that?
1: Uh, I think in our actual contract, um, I forget what it is now. Um, but I say that the money is essentially like um, will be deducted from the final balance. Uh, but it still like holds their date. And it's non-refundable if they were to cancel, which we've had people cancel.
0: You have had people cancel. Yeah,
1: bro, we've showed up to a, a video. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So dumb. <laughs> I think yeah. I heard about this. Yeah, this is, uh. So we are in uh, March, and this is uh, December of last year. Yeah. So not not too far off, bro. I feel like this is a nightmare Gosh, story. Yeah. So <laughs> dumb. <laughs> So December is also like a month that we're not like really booked, and yeah. so we kind of depend on these these bookings to get us get us through. Anyways, so we have this um this couple that they booked me, they booked us uh, probably like a year in advance. I want to say didn't do an engagement session, but still paid their deposit, uh, fill out their contract, all that. We've been in contact like throughout the year, like off and on. Um, November thirty first of uh, two thousand eighteen, um, she wants to say like, hey, can we meet up? Uh, in person and go over details I'm like yeah absolutely like you know cover shop do whatever you want so that was the 31st the wedding was on i think the 22nd of december so like literally 22 days prior to the uh, initial email um she never gets back to me about meeting up so I'm like, okay she got busy that's fine whatever um never hear anything about it so we, we show up to the wedding venue uh we're like an hour and 15 minutes away from our house go up to the venue lights are all off uh, it was like a six hour wedding. So it was like a smaller wedding. Yeah. Um, so we get there and no one's there. I'm like, oh, okay, well we've showed up to weddings before. Like the bride's been there. That's, that's yeah. fine. So we get there, uh, knocking like the back gate, like, Hey, we're the photographers for tonight's wedding. And they're like, <laughs> uh, what? And we're oh, like, what? God. And, uh, the manager for like the venue comes out and was like, can I help you guys? Like, yeah, we're here for, uh, for the wedding tonight. And he's like, no, there's not a wedding tonight. And so we like go into panic mode. Like, dude, did they change the venue on us? I'm in panic mode right right now. So I'm like scrolling through my phone store emails trying to see if they like switch the date or like switch the venue or something. Um, And on the contract, I have the bride's number, the uh, groom's number, and then like a day of contact. Um, So I I call the groom, the bride, and the wedding coordinator. All three of those people go straight to the voicemail. They don't answer. Um, And then I finally get a, a call back from the groom uh, and he's like hey man uh sorry we the the wedding got cancelled I guess we never told you sorry about that uh <laughs> like, okay well we're here uh all right um and so that was uh, he sound kind of like like bummed out like a little like depressed about it. so yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna like be like a jerk yeah, to him yeah. I'm like okay man sorry about that okay whatever um and the coordinator calls me also and it's like the, the wedding was like canceled and this is like like 22 days from like mon point of contact with the, yeah. this this the bride so like dude, what like I mean, I guess that's, like, better for them if they don't go through a, a marriage. And oh, like, yeah. So, but, you know, I'd prefer if they would have told me, like, hey, by the way, the wedding's off, just so you know, so you don't show up to this venue an hour 15 minutes away from your house. Um, so that uh, one thing about with our contract, we, uh, at the time, did um, a $200 deposit, just to, like, book the date. Um, but now we're thinking about doing, like, a, um, you know, like a full full payment within like a week or two weeks from the yeah. wedding date, just so yeah. like, you know, we have that money or whatever. But that's So sucked. they didn't
0: finish paying in, in full?
1: No, I, I got my deposit, but that deposit was like a yeah. year ago, yeah. literally. Yeah. Um so Probably would have been better if I like asked for like the full payment. I mean, I feel like
0: I feel like you you really learn these things when Gosh. they actually come into play. Yeah. yeah. So then we haven't yeah. had that
1: yet. We've, we've had weddings cancel and like we kept their deposit, yeah. and they're like, "Okay, we know like the deposit is non-refundable. That's okay. We're just yeah. the wedding's not happening." So yeah, We're like okay, and that's like a few months in advance. Like whatever, deal yeah. with it. But yeah. this is the first time we've had someone where we've actually showed up to a venue and they just didn't tell us so that's that's up. so crazy yeah. man
0: you like showed up to the yep, to the wedding dude. and they're like oh by the way so bad yeah not Happening, <laughs> like, <that's> the photographer <laughs> <laughs> but, wow wow yeah that's so crazy good man. times <laughs> <laughs> yeah no we we uh we have them pay uh fully in advance yeah and then Probably this last it. year i changed a lot my my contract went from like Uh, one page to a two page contract Mm -hmm. and I felt like that was a lot but at the same time there's a lot that I want to make sure that's like really covered one of the things is like uh honestly it's little stuff like we used to have a thing where uh uh clients would pay for their wedding a full year in advance which is great Mm -hmm. and all but at the same time like we're trying to budget you know our life month to month year to year and so (laughs) that really throws it off you know so in in our most recent contract we're i'm gonna change it again but we're like at six months but we're gonna put three months people can't make payments up up until three months prior exactly that and then the same thing with like making a full payment it still has to be within like uh 10 days yeah. Of the actual wedding.
1: Yeah. We could. Uh, do you want to go over like what's in
0: my contract? Yeah. Um.
1: So I don't think it really covers everything, uh, but it's pretty generic. Um. So for like the legal info, uh, I have there's a non-refundable retainer. So I did change that retainer. Mm-hmm. Uh. To book that date, um, the retainer shall be applied to reduce the total balance of the package. Um. Uh, I have that. And this contract still uh, due by the date of the wedding. I need to change that probably like a week or two before, just to cover my basis so that doesn't happen again. <laughs> um, that uh, the photographer retains the copyright in the photographs and grants the uh, client unlimited but non-exclusive rights to reuse the photographs. Um, so pretty much, that I'm able to still post to Instagram with the photos. Essentially.
0: So that's a question. I just had a client that yeah, so you about that. W- yep. Yeah, that didn't want their photos posted to anything. They just mm-hmm. wanted them to remain private. Yeah. What would you do in that situation?
1: Uh, I'd say. I mean, I still like bills got to be paid. So gotta if you make some money, right? Yeah. <laughs> if you're charging like the full amount, like by all means, like sure. I got other ones that I could post yep. from, so yeah. I don't care.
0: That's what, exactly what we did.
1: Yeah. Um. Then uh, the next thing, um, that I say that uh, every image will be color corrected. So like the images you see on our Instagram, our website, they'll look with that style of editing. Yeah. Uh, we do not do photo manipulation. Or like removing things. Um, I added this specifically because of a wedding where a, a bride emailed me and a chat uh, went through like 80 plus photos. We're like, hey, my arm looks fat here, or oh like things like Dude, that. like, or like
0: Photoshop. And yeah, stuff. like
1: Photoshop for sure. So I'm like, ah, that's not my contract. So I guess I'll do this. And that was super dumb. <laughs> um, so I say, like, photo manipulation. So, like, uh, yeah, yeah, there's, uh, I took the bride and the groom of the same wedding uh, out and they had this like, 67 like corvette like cherry like red like perfect corvette and she was like hey could you uh delete the the car from the photo like car oh delete it yeah for sure totally (laughs) the Uh, car yeah the actual
0: car entire yeah a little (laughs) whole car um that car belongs to my ex-boyfriend i don't want it in any (laughs) of the photos (laughs) yeah so
1: that was like a, a struggle to deal with so i added that saying like photo manipulation so like removing things or making you yeah. look thinner things like yeah. that like
0: i know i don't do that i'm gonna have to look at your contract man because <laughs> you don't have anything for that but we make it yeah. clear to them that we don't do any quote-unquote photoshopping yeah and for the last three four years we haven't had to i mean we remove like i don't know pimples yeah you no know, but, little things they, but like that. nothing they've ever asked for like yeah. We just do it a on whole own. car yeah <laughs> a whole car gosh dude so
1: dumb so yeah, out of that just that uh, can you
0: uh, remove the br- the groom in all these photos <laughs> I'd really love yeah. that. <laughs> um
1: and then uh yeah I state that the full res pictures will be available through an unlimited download through an online gallery for a minimum of one year uh, we use pixie set for our hosting for our galleries um I have a, I think a terabyte on there and I've had that for probably like I don't know four years now and I still haven't reached that terabyte so minimum of a year is like that, that that's great they don't yeah that's You've had easily your stuff on there for attainable. a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is something new that I added. this is limited. That uh, while a photographer will make every reasonable effort to specifically take uh, requested photos, the client understands that a wedding is an uh, uncontrolled environment. Um, pretty much that uh, certain photos, like, I'll try to get them, but yeah. I can't guarantee that I'm going to get like photos that you. Yours. Yeah.
0: So our, our wording for that sounds a little bit more like, uh, we're not liable for any photos not taken yeah. from lack of cooperation. Mm-hmm. And, and the way we approach that is we ahead of time, we'll kind of like, let them know like, Hey, if you have specific photos of family members that you want to take, mm-hmm. we try to get a family list from them. Yeah. That way we don't miss anybody. And yeah. then after that, if, if you don't specify a specific person that you want to take a, a photo with, then, then we're just not liable for that. So yeah. they can't come up to us and, and later on be like, oh, my uncle was in from some other country and I didn't take a photo with him. Yeah, well, that I mean, I don't know who your uncle is. So that's yeah. really not our fault. For you know sure. What I mean? yeah. So I have that in the contract, mm-hmm. which is pretty similar.
1: Yeah. And I try, it's not my contract, but if I'll get like a, every once in a while, not too often, thankfully, I'll get like a, a Pinterest board full of poses from photographers don't fit our style, or like yeah. you know, like where the bride and the groom are in color and the whole photo is black and yeah. white, kind of things like that. I'm like, okay, well, you know, to our best ability, we can do try and do that stuff, but oh, like yeah. specifically stuff like that, like you know, we might not be able to do. Just so like it's yeah. pretty upfront, like. We really want people to hire us for
0: our style and not yeah. for some photographer they found a Pinterest. Yeah. And there's some wording in our contract for mm-hmm. that too. Like you're hiring us for our specific style. Like we're not here to go off a specific list of yeah. photograph that you hired us for. Like, Do you just find that photographer on Pinterest? Book <laughs> them. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> dude uh we covered so many things today yeah that was that was pretty awesome mm-hmm. man thanks for thanks for doing this with me today yeah, my pleasure. uh i'm sure we're gonna do a lot more and we mm-hmm. got a lot more beer to go through and uh, spicy things yep and spicy <laughs> things so tell everyone real quick again where everyone can find you i'll post the links on the show notes but where can people find you
1: yeah uh so for our photography you just find us at instagram uh slash uh, underscore the mcfarlands underscore That's our wedding photo stuff.
0: Thanks for coming on, man. I really really appreciate it. Everyone had a bunch of questions for you. Uh, I'm going to post a video of our little hot toss challenge Mm -hmm. in the beginning. Should be pretty fun. For sure. And uh, yeah, can't wait to have you on here. Sweet. Thanks, Thanks, man.
1: man. Yeah.
0: that's it guys thanks for listening to another episode of the podcast remember uh if you want to support this podcast you could subscribe leave a review leave me a five-star rating it helps other people find this podcast uh, another thing that helps people find this podcast is you sharing this podcast so tell your friends about this podcast if, if you like what you hear hearing, bring them over have them listen Um, You know, we have a Facebook group now with a growing community where we post uh, pictures and questions and topics that I bring up here on the podcast as well. So I'd love for everyone to go over there and join the group and join in on the discussions. So thanks again, guys, for listening to another episode, and we will see you on the next one.